You know, like the 320-pound little brother sits down at the table. you got to out-eat everybody. It Valid. makes no mathematical sense if you don't. you got to put everyone away. You can't let the, the fat cousin or your stupid sister have more than you. you got to oh. put it away. You have to remind everyone that you're the guy that benches four plates in this room. Right? That's how I always thought. I'd like, you know, maybe I'd have a little hoot. And then I'd get all ready, put some mouthwash in, and then I'd be like, dinner's ready. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. I'm Big Ron Partlow, and I'm here with Dusty Hanshaw and the producer, Scott McNally. Remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. There we go. And uh, remember, I am mutant.com, mutant hardcore sponsors of the show. Uh, always taking care of me and Dusty, obviously. And we can take care of you with Dusty20 and BigRon20. Go on IamMutant.com and use the codes and save yourself money and get the all-in, get the ISO surge, and everyone should get on the gear. Okay. Yes. Patreon. Think Big Bodybuilding. That's the Patreon. So yes. hit that up. Thank you, guys. We appreciate, we appreciate all the support. Keep a producer homed. Okay, guys. What's up, I guess? It's uh, there's a lot going on this week. I know we're all busy, but is don't you guys have American Thanksgiving coming up? Sure is. Is there another Thanksgiving? Oh, sorry, okay. that's just the American Remember? in me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, ours yes. is in October, so I already had it. I already had like I got nailed with a couple of turkey dinners. I got lucky. I got more than one, nice. and uh, it was good for me. But now it's your turn. So isn't it like football and beer, and isn't that what you're planning? Isn't that what most people do? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but I, I'm an anti-Thanksgiving dinner person. Of course you are. So, you know, we go with, <laughs> we go with uh, filets at my house instead of turkey. Of course you do. You know, okay. and cigars. Yeah, you you got to go uh, turkey, uh, well, uh, filet. Yeah. Uh, if, if you don't have turkey, how do you get turkey gravy on your mashed potatoes? Mm. This is a very important thing to remember that I'm also with someone who just started a prep, which means I started a prep, Oh, ah. which means it's all a little different this year. But I said, hey, I know one thing that's on your plan that we can slip right in there. Now, she gets a small amount of steak, but I'm going to go big. So there's okay. that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of you lose the that, sides, though. The sides are the magic. Nobody that gives the best part about turkey. It's all about everything else. I agree. It, see, this this is where we return. We come full circle to years ago when I discussed my disappointment with ham. Oh yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Remember I the do. great ham turkey thing that I expressed? Yes. Yeah. I'm a turkey dinner guy all the way, and when I show up and there's a ham. The disappointment isn't in the ham; it's in the sides that go with ham. They're right. they're much lower on the tier list than the mashed potatoes and the turkey gravy and all that stuff and the stuffing and everything. So I have a hard time when there's not a turkey, but there's a ham. But at Dusty's house, there's a good yeah. steak coming off the grill. I'd be all right. Yeah, it'd You're be fine. good. Well, plus, I always think about though the the thing that gets missed by not having the turkey dinner is something that Ron doesn't care about, which is leftover sandwiches for three days afterwards. 
Ah. Hey, I don't mind a turkey sandwich. Okay. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Got him. Okay. Got I'm not a barbarian. Right. So, so listen, like I'm putting white sauce on it. Listen, guys. So I, this brings something up to me. I had a, a, a client. She's uh, new to new to like the fitness lifestyle, new to dieting. And she reached out a couple days ago and said, hey, I'm really concerned. She's she's feeling stressed because she's made some tremendous progress in the last eight weeks. And she's kept everything pretty clean so far. She hasn't had, you know, big, crazy cheat meal, stuff like that. We've gone off plan a little bit. But her concern is, is how do I navigate this, number one? But then also, number two is the other thing I'm thinking is we've had so many people on the show that have commented this year that have said, hey, I'm getting ready for my first prep. My first show's in two weeks. Been watching you guys all the way in. So there's a lot of people that are probably taking their fitness pretty seriously right now that are just trying to navigate the holidays for the first time doing this lifestyle. We all yeah. have done it a thousand times, but what do you guys suggest to people that are in that position? I say you depends go all in, is, right? Yeah, but I say it, you go all on where in. you are. If you're if you're like eight weeks out from a show. Then to me, you're eight weeks out from a show, mm -hmm. and there yeah. will be a Thanksgiving next year. But yeah. if you're not, Ron, what do we do? <clears throat> well, if we're off season or 20 weeks out, then you eat as much food as you can humanly stuff your system with, <laughs> and then you use it as an excuse to try those new enzymes that have been in the cupboard for a while that you haven't used yet. And you take a <laughs> bunch of those and then you eat an entire lemon pie and then you lay on the couch and you watch Die Hard 2 because that's a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, yeah. And, wow. um, and, that's what, and you should feel really sick and a little upset with yourself. That's what any self-respecting mass monster bodybuilder would do, <laughs> right? How much hemolog do you need with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's another discussion. You know, I'm really um, more of a Lantus guy, but anyhow, depends um, on how much fat you cook in in the meal too. You know, you don't want to like, you know, take 20 IU Humilog with like 300 grams of fat in your system. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> on that's, paper, that's I just don't think I want to do that. But it's it's a really good question, Scott, because I. I find it interesting that in social media land where we're all full of, um, you'll see a lot of people that are like, oh no, you don't need that meal. Yet. And I'm like, what? who said number one, you needed it. But if you're not in prep to me and you're skipping family meals and memories. Lame. You're an idiot. Like I hate every, that. I have literally one client right now I think one that's so close to a show that like it, we it's having a conversation, but outside yeah. of that, no, like go in. And to be honest, we, we won't be going too far off plan, but it's because she's like dying to start. Yeah. Like even the yeah, one she, cheat meal like, a week, yeah. like she pulled the plug on that herself. She's like, I don't want to do those anymore. So I'm just going to tell Ron I'm ready to go. Dang. Because it's 20 weeks out and it's exciting to get back to it. And you guys get that version as well. It's like, yeah, I've been cheating for five years. Yeah. Let's go ahead. and <laughs> yeah. I'm bored of cheating. Now let's have some suffering. So, no, I agree. And I think it's great to put it out there because I have forgotten to mention it before during check-ins. And then someone's like, yeah, it was a little hard at Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh, I know. no. <laughs> you didn't skip Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, we take it for granted, kind of, you know, that people know. Will figure out how to handle it. 
like I, I, I have off season clients are like, yeah, you know, like I had a little bit of extra food at, at, at dinner. And I'm like, what do you mean at dinner? And they're like, well, Easter dinner. And I'm like, what do you mean you had a little extra food? Why didn't you just fucking pig out? Well, it's not on the plan. I'm like, you're 245 pounds. You squat five plates for reps. The fuck are you doing? Sorry, Scott, there's an F-bomb. Passion, passion. You got to eat. Like, yep. they're, like, I want to be very clear. If you're in the off-season, you should be, like, if you're trying to be big, if you're trying to put muscle on, and you're in good shape off-season. Obviously, if you're a fat pig off-season, you can't control yourself. Like, I'm talking, you're walking around, you're in, you're in good shape, you look like a bodybuilder. Everyone's like, oh, man, you're having a good off-season. You should use those as, like, you're trying to, like, impress your dad. Like, you're trying to, like, like that's how I was. I was like, I'm going to show these people what I've become. Right? I'm going to show these people. You know, like, the 320-pound little brother sits down at the table. you got to out-eat everybody. It makes no mathematical sense if you don't. you got to put everyone away. You can't let the the fat cousin or your stupid sister have more than you. You gotta oh. put it away. You have to remind everyone that you're the guy that benches four plates in this room, right? That's how I always thought. I'd like, you know, maybe I'd have a little hoot, and then I'd get all ready, put some mouthwash in, and then I'd be like, "Dinner's ready." Yeah, there's a little, little PED. Cruise out, yeah. sit next to my sister. She'd look at me and go. She'd always. Th- think something was up but she'd never quite know she'd always be like what's up with you yeah i'd be like perfect you're not going to annoy me let's go let's do this i think we're going to start a book you know i've got Did the acetoisms give away a little bit done. about my life it's good ron ron nice is going to have a book that i'm going to make money off of as well yeah <laughs> i mean i'm already making it off of aceto i might as well i mean there's some ronisms they're starting to flow they're good. Ron's yeah. hitting that age where he's got his own isms. Yeah. And like, as I hear them. I'm enough. I'm ready I to be honest, nod. Dusty. I'm like, yes. I'm the one that benches 405 past the gravy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. My mom, I've told this many times. She used to make a pie, apple pie, lemon pie, whatever she made. And then she'd make mm-hmm. one for me. Like I've I had that told too. that story a million times. That's how it always was at my house. There's a pie for everyone, and then there's a pie for Ron. And I'd eat the whole thing, man, every time. One setting. One setting. Just no, the whole no. Pie. I'd, 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 I'd eat most of it that night because yeah. you got movies yeah. later and everything, so you have another huge slice like two hours later. Yeah, you'd piece it out. It's a hemolog with it. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and, then, and then the next day, you have like another huge piece of pie before you go to the gym. You know, yeah. that day after when you go back to the gym. Oh, those pumps you have, like, that a day big, after piece of pie with meal one or two and then you go train yeah yeah no, don't be make, afraid I, I could make you sick with this ron but i'm going to because i like to um i would always just leave a fork on the top of the thing in the refrigerator so i yeah. went to the refrigerator oh, for yeah. anything i would just pop the lid and take a couple bites and i'd put it back because that was mine yeah 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 no, yeah, just graze on it just yeah <laughs> Just leave the fork right there on top. Yeah, I'd yep. go in to get a diet coke because obviously I'm you know bodybuilding. I have diet coke, but you know I should have three bites of pie. Victoria and then close can attest. And walk away again. It's the exact same thing in this house. Yeah. Plus, you don't want to have to get a new fork out every time. You know no, what I'm no, saying? Because no, you'll no, use no, all the forks by the end of the day. Yeah. Very efficient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I still try to make it look nice. Like I don't just take chunks out. I kind of like I might even slice a little sliver off. You're not an animal, for God's sakes. No, no, I want to. Presentation still counts. You lived on a farm. It wasn't born in a barn. That's great. <laughs> born in a barn. That's, that's one of my favorite lines from Army of Darkness. Is that where you pulled that from? 
<laughs> what are you born in a barn? Fair. I love that's that fantastic. line. Uh, what a great movie. Okay. It's good. It's good insight. Uh, I think that everybody, including my client, who's a few months into dieting, will get the picture. So, yes. But of course, so cool. the caveat is that you're not already a pig. Okay. Yeah. If it's that means been you've been a rough Thanksgiving for years. Yeah. If it's been a rough off season and you're like 65 pounds over stage weight, then it's not like, yeah, man, I'm a bodybuilder. No, no, you got, you got to work on things. But if you're like in good shape or you're like a month post show or you're like, you know, you look good. You look good. You got control of things. Then no you got to use those. You got to take advantage. Okay. What's next, Scott? Did we have another topic? We did. Um, so one of our listeners uh, was dating a girl for seven years. Okay, good bodybuilder, kids really focused, pays attention, does what he needs to do. Now they broke up, and he's dealing. So I don't want to mention him because I didn't tell him I was going to bring this question up. But this is something that I've been through. This is something everybody's been through. You know. So I thought right. this would be another real good one to bring to the plate and hear what you guys have to say. You know, he's trying to still hang in there and, and, and do the best he can, but obviously he's dealing with a lot right now. What do you guys have to say to that? Yeah, that's uh. Did 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 was it him or her or who is he, I, I like, didn't heartbroken ask. or I didn't, didn't ask. ask. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, if he's dealing with like being crushed, that's a little bit of a worse situation yes. for him, right? In which case, I would say really try to stick to your routine as yeah. best you can and and spend time around the the small number. Like, you know, everyone, some people have too many friends. I, I talk about this all the time. Some people have too many friends. There's going to be that small number of really, really tight people. Don't be afraid to lean on them. You know, hopefully you have a couple people that you can lean on a bit. And, uh, you know, your close friends are going to be there for you. So, so stick that out. But you got to stick to your routine. You got to stick to your, your, your gym and your meals and you got to stay positive. And the gym's probably a happy place for this person, hopefully. Hopefully their yeah. ex isn't there. Right. But, but, oh, but, you know, just don't be afraid to spend a little extra time at the gym. Maybe, you know, if they're not doing cardio, you know, throw a little cardio in post-workout, spend a little extra time. And um, also if you have a hobby that maybe you've neglected or anything like that, I'm a big believer in having something that's separate from life that doesn't have to do with your bubble. You can step out of your life and go into a hobby. That's kind of what I like to do. And I, I think that's important. Start watching good movies that you missed. I don't know. There's lots you can try to do. Yes. Scott, what is your take on this? I'm 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 saving mine. Well, I, I can remember going through a breakup years back and and I was the one who initiated the breakup, but nonetheless it was a big life changing event from doing that. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I was very unsettled with that. And uh, I, I went through a phase then of being just I, I would say like really uncomfortable with my social life. I was just real uncomfortable with it. And I uh, I talked to my coach. He's a good friend of mine. Rick Wetmore was his name. And uh, first coach ever that I had, he didn't even charge me. Like this is way back in the day, you know, when like somebody at the gym would help you out kind of thing. Somebody who had uh -huh. done it before. That was Rick. So he's kind of like a big brother to me. And uh, we just went to the range the other day, actually. So I still see him. But it, the advice he gave me was this. He said, Scott, I don't care if you don't eat, no matter what you do, keep going to the gym. I don't care if you can't sleep, go to the gym. I don't care whatever else goes on. Just make sure that whatever you do, you keep training. 
And that's exactly yes. what I did. And and I honestly overtrained for a while. There was a few month period of time there that I went to the gym more often than I needed to. But I'll tell you, and I knew that like, okay, so I'm probably not going to make good progress during this phase, but this is what makes me feel good. This is what makes me feel comfortable. And over time, I got to the point where I was like, yeah, this is too much. I got to dial this back. And I did. And then I got this attitude change. And it, like I said, I was the one who initiated this, but it really did bother me. And I, I got this like chip on my shoulder and I said to myself, like, I'm going to F and show everybody. I'm just going to, I'm going to put on as much freaking muscle as I can now. Like, I don't give an F. I'm just going to do this. And I moved up a weight class. Like I, I went up from, I think I was 173 and I went up to like the 18 months later, I was like 194 on stage. Oh, wow. Yeah, like I really moved up. I really moved up. <laughs> Should have broke up earlier. That's um, yeah. I was eating was so much like stuff. blocking food from entering your mouth. What was she doing? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, I, I ate. Women. So here's the she thing: is like this is back when I when I moved back to Michigan. I started working for Seven Up, and uh, I was just I was on my feet. Like I, we weren't step counting back then. Yeah, but I, yeah, I yeah. couldn't imagine. Like I couldn't get fat no matter what I did. So in the off season, I'm eating like two cups of rice, and I still wouldn't grow. And so then I went to I went to like eight to ten thousand calories. I told you guys about this diet. I was eating right. literally every hour, and I was just like, "F it, I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna do this," you know, eating McDonald's stuff like that. And then when when I went to my my contest diet, I was still eating a ton of food, you know. And like pre workout was like ten ounces of beef, you know, twelve ounces of potato, and that was like an hour <laughs> after the last meal, you know. And yeah. uh, and, and I, I, yeah, I just, I put on the size, but I, I also challenged myself because I was like, I'm going to try to get fat. I don't care. I'm going to eat so much that it actually happens. I still didn't get fat, but I, I definitely grew. That's, That's freaking yeah. nuts. Well, maybe he'll explode. Boom. Hey, yeah. Maybe she'll be the reason that you go up a weight class. That's a pretty inspiring situation. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, outside of like you, what you guys said about the obvious, I think from personal I'm going to call mine less than smart, but situations that I found myself in, uh, I do think that oftentimes you, you're, you're really more attached to the idea than what it was. Yeah. Like in hindsight, it gets really, really clear later in life when you go, ah, oh, that's why that didn't work. Cause everyone on this podcast has been in this scenario and at least lost one that like shook your life a little bit. And you're like, man, that was, that was going to be like the permanent one you know yeah and then when you you know move down and you're ancient like us you go oh yeah that was never that was never gonna do this you know what i mean so i think that there should be some comfort in that fact and um the only advice which i usually like to joke in this scenario but to be honest with you, my advice is do not try to distract yourself with a different woman like you have to like handle this situation move forward in in bodybuilding and finance and a lot of other things and then use those things the bigger muscles and the more money to get a better woman oh wait. yeah this, I, is a, this is a totally I, different dusty than starting this podcast I, I may have done the opposite of that a few times yeah that's usually um, my advice yeah you, you've heard that here actually my one of my clients uh uh actually he told me this in hindsight he was he was like yeah i asked about a breakup and my advice in that one was nothing gets you over like the last on the last one, like getting on top of the next one. And he goes, I took that advice immediately. I'm like, oh, no. 
did it work? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, there you go. It worked. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sometimes you got that little list. You know, that little list that is like right here. Mass. And it's like, it's like, yeah, this is if you ever find yourself signal, <laughs> single suddenly, there's a little list here. Time to and start checking there's, boxes. There's a couple oh, names on man. that list. Maybe it grows a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you're in a situation where you're like, oh, hey. <laughs> just looking you for know? your food in the refrigerator, and there's that list right underneath the pot. Yeah, pie. and then you just got us just like, and then, yeah, and then you just, you send the, uh, you know, how was it back in the day? You send a Facebook message. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just go back and like three photos, boom, 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 and then wait. or or you know that they heard your yeah, yeah you go back and like three old photos or or they heard they heard your single so you out of the blue get a message hey what's what's new yeah you're like oh okay we're doing this lovely said too much yeah <laughs> never done any of those things and that's why I went with the good advice for once but yeah, yeah. I do think it's funny though because it's. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, I've done every angle of bad and good, and it, it still sucks, the scenario. So eventually time just gets it done. But it is funny when you look back. Like I literally have videos because there was a couple times in my life where I was like really pissed. I'm at the gym at like 2 in the morning, and I go back and look at them now. I'm like, dude, I look good. That was a good time for bodybuilding. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was pissed. Yeah, I, I was eating, and I was training. Okay. Yeah. What do you do? I take drugs, I train, and I eat. It shows. Um, <laughs> right, right. I remember Fantastic. I had someone tell me one time, one piece of advice was uh, someone, because, you know, like you hear the term soulmate, right? And some people are like, oh, I thought that was my soulmate. And I remember oh, someone told me once, soulmates don't exist. There's at least 100,000 people that would be extremely compatible with you, and you just happen to stumble upon one of them. You'll stumble upon another. And I remember I just like, oh, a little like nature show reality, like just <laughs> yeah. to check, check, you know, you let's get do, like let's in do those... some math real quick on how many people are in the world. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just, I think, yeah, I don't even know if they meant like in that country or not, but whatever it was, but you just start thinking like, oh, okay, I'll just stumble upon another one. It'll be another yeah, one. Just you be know? patient. You just relax, relax about it. Yeah. So don't, don't think like, oh, that was the one there's, that was a, we, we know when, I don't believe that that's a thing, you know? So keep that oh, in mind. No. Actually, what's you know. classic is uh, when I was single and I, like, I got my new place and I was rocking, this was three years ago, I remember one day I was like, I'm never going to date again. This is I, I'm awesome. compatible with dozens of women right now. This is amazing. I, I didn't, I mean, literally, I was like, I don't know, like, I'm not going to let someone come in here and screw up this. Like, I do whatever I want. Cheesecake Factory every night. I live across the street from them. I'm set. I'm like, this is it. Then Nikki comes in and just did all up. Messed it all up for you, huh? Oh, you know, she yeah. does the thing you like that you don't yeah, have to pay the thing, for. And then I'm like, I oh. didn't even teach you that. You knew it already. <laughs> awesome. The last time I had to show them that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you know it. I'm, I, I'm too old to teach you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's it. That's how it works in real life, fellas. Yeah, <laughs> once you yeah. give up, you're in. <laughs> Basically, you're just uh, you're gonna be single until you meet the next girl that does that thing you like, mm -hmm. and then you'll shack and up with her. Do the things you don't like. Also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that counts too. Okay. You know what's funny though? Uh, you'll love this, Ron, because you you can identify. Um, when we first were dating, I had I was like, hey, I'm gonna call you in two hours. I was on a trip. With with one of the, with one of my sponsors, and like nine hours later, 
I broke free. I texted her. I'm like, hey, sorry, I was uh, busy. She goes, yeah, you were working. That's all it said. I was like, this might yeah. just work. Yeah, this might you just have work. A brain. <laughs> you didn't get the like. You said you're going to text me in two hours. I, you know, yeah. What's her name? And you're like, hey, what's up? She's like, what's up? I'm like, nothing. No attitude. How's the day been? Uh, great, great. Yeah. You having a good day I working? Was, I was completely thrown. I was like, all right, well, this is going to work. Okay. Because <laughs> the nine-hour thing's very often with me, so here we go. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that's one of the things, like, with my relationship, there's just so much. Like, it's just so easy that way. Like, oh, I'll cool. call you later. I'll call you later. Yeah. Like, five hours later, I'll call mm-hmm. her. Like, oh, I'm done. Oh, okay, how'd it go? Like, there's just no, like... How are you? What's going on? Send me a picture. Like I just that would never occur. Dot dot never dot. Yeah. yeah, that's trust. <laughs> that's trust. You know, that's yeah, what that is. You know, like I'll get off a plane in Germany, and she hasn't texted me. She's just patiently waiting for me to get off the plane. Yeah. Like there's, I don't get off. There's like five. Are you off the plane yet? You off the plane yet? Where are you? I thought you were landing. Like you know, like I just I couldn't handle that. No, too much, too much for sure. Ah, so see, it's all good. Ron and I have a very similar situation in that regard. I'm like, text in the morning. And then half the time, like, uh, you know, when we're overseas, we were talking about that this morning. I'm like, well, the cool thing about going overseas is actually when we go to bed, you're awake. Whereas there's other times where we're literally missing every time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, good night, which she wakes up a few hours later and says, good morning. And then I wake up a few hours later. (laughs) Yeah. It depends on the time zone. Depends on the time (laughs) zone. Exactly. I know I've done like week long trips where I think I only spoke to Emily like once or twice a whole week, like spoke, you know, like yeah. a quick FaceTime or something. And the rest was just text. Like I'm up now. Yeah. <laughs> no response. Cause you're, you're not up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <So>. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And then it's like, if you do, it's like, send me a video of the dog. <laughs> I asked for two types okay. of videos. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. Different videos. <laughs> wow. Only one yeah. of the dogs. Um, yeah. Okay. On next subject. Okay. <laughs> you get any good uh, questions on your question box? I see you put one up there. Yeah, I'm just you, pulling you got them one. Up you don't because... want to save for your cigar smoking demos. <laughs> oh, I, I actually do both. I always answer them still, um, so it still works out. And I've had to limit the number of responses because I found that Instagram was slowing down my views when I did too many. Really. Yeah, huh. so I used to answer like 50, and now I answer like 20. Okay. Like, that seems to be helping here. Hey, while you're looking, uh, I'll tell you that I hadn't checked the Spotify statistics for a while. We set up Spotify with the channel early, early on, and we'd get like an additional, you know, 100 views or 200 views. Now it's literally in the thousands. Like, there's, like, because those statistics don't line up with my, they don't, they aren't showing in my general statistics that I always look at. We're getting a lot of views uh, or listens on Spotify now. So shout out to everybody who's listening on Spotify. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like the audio listens um, because, you know, I'll look at the YouTube video and I'll see how many views. Yeah. And then so I feel like those audio listeners, I, I don't I don't, you know, give them a moment credit. You know what I mean? There's not as much engagement, you know, with the audio. Unless- yeah. You know, there's no comment section. I don't like, you know, kind of right. check out what's going on and stuff. So, right. so it's, it's, it's a nice reminder when you're like, oh yeah, there's like way more people than YouTube. 
Yeah, a lot of our Patreon people on. listen only. Some of them are video, but a lot of them are yeah. audio only people. So that's one way that they can definitely directly communicate. But yeah, it's always yeah. been that way. And you know, it's it's awesome though. I love seeing this, man. I think Spotify is really taking off. They've I guess they're changing some things around that aren't gonna be for the good. Also, I wanna mention too, uh, anybody watching on YouTube, I'm not in control anymore of where the commercials are placed. Usually I would put one about every 20 minutes, okay? I don't know what, there's no more control of that. I can either put commercials or not put them and YouTube decides where they get dropped. So you guys let right. me know where there are more commercials, where there are less commercials and, and don't blame me right. if they jam you up. Do they think they probably have an AI on it looking for a little space? Probably, probably have something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Sounds like they were done with this part of the conversation. So we're going to insert a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your AI okay. is great. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, yeah, feel yeah. Like it's, I feel like it's, I feel like it's more like they're right in the heat of this moment. Let's interrupt with a commercial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably yeah. how it turns out for a while. Okay. That's what I okay. see. <clears throat> yeah, no. And I'm All really right. happy to see the response on the videos. Okay. What's up, Dusty? <laughs> All right. So I only have, uh, truthfully, I only have a couple that are that fun. Um, but I thought this one was interesting. Um, if you only had $500 cash and a phone, what would you do to make as much money as possible? 500 cash and a phone. Um, well, I would start with marketplace. Yeah. Um, I would look for a something I would probably, you know, something I have some expertise on and know something about or something I could research easily with my phone. So like guitars or you know, guitar pedals or something like that, that I am aware of and know what they should cost. And I would look for a really good deal, like someone who's panic selling something, or I would just make low, like make decent enough low offers that you might get the item, you know, and doesn't, doesn't do you any good to go insulting people um, with, you know, annoying Facebook offers, but I would try to get a really good deal on a bunch of things and flip them. That would be the mm -hmm. first thing I would do. Cause $500, it's not like you can like buy Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be a wait yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what it's i mean not gonna go bucks, you gotta you gotta you gotta flip that over quick if it was a few thousand dollars i would do that with a car i would uh -huh. try to find an undervalued car right because cars you can make a couple grand on a car if you flip the right car yeah um you know a guitar you're thinking hundreds of dollars so i could turn that 500 into 700 and I, you know, work from there. But once you get into the thousands, I think you start flipping cars if you can get a good deal. Um, I, I followed a guy that he said a really good thing to do is a website. You can go and you can see what are the fastest selling vehicles, oh. what vehicles sell the fastest. Interesting. And, you know, it could be like, well, currently white Toyota Camrys only sit on, on websites for 2.1 days. And they're like, oh, right. so you look for white Toyota Camrys, try to get a deal on one. You know, that's what he does. Um, so there's sick. all sorts of resources out there that you can do. If you do not have a side hustle right now, you are an absolute idiot. Whoa. Fact. Fact. <laughs> unless you're getting, okay. a, unless you're making a lot of money and you don't have to, right? Usually those people also have 10 side hustles. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Anyone who makes a lot of money has like three different income streams. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, Most it's hard time. not to. <laughs> even if you, okay, let's say you're making a hundred grand a year. Okay. Nine to five. You got a good job. You're not making any more money with the rest of your hours. You're not going to 
do anything at you know all what? to make any I, money at I all. I will tell you though, I've known people. I, I've, I've had uh, even a friend of mine recently said she was looking for she she was trying to find a job. She's like, I don't want to do my own thing. She, she could be she, great uh, bikini competitor. She's like, I don't want to do my own thing. I was like, you you could coach. You live in Tampa. Uh, you could you could do like personal training. You know everything. You can make a lot of money. She's like, I don't want to be my own business person. I just want to work for somebody else so that when I'm done working, I can do with the stuff that I want to do and have fun. Right. Though you know it's a different mindset. I don't personally relate to that. That's not who I am, right. but there are those people. They're like, I just want to do my job and then have the rest of the time to, you know, watch the podcast, go to the gym. Okay, well the caveat there is their money situation obviously isn't urgent. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I'm thinking of today's day and age and I live in Vancouver. We have like the highest rent in <laughs> North America right now, I think. Yeah, you like can't even buy a house out there, can you? Like no, never. actually, it's uh, reached the point now where um, the amount required to get a mortgage on your average Canadian or average uh, BC home yeah. is now um, only like 5% of the population have a high enough income to get approved for a mortgage. So no one can actually get a mortgage now. That's so crazy. now everyone's priced out of the market. So um, it's crazy. So so I'm just thinking of like all the people out there that are that are like, oh, man, I need to make some more money, which is most of the people. Most yeah, people out yeah. there want to make some more money. You got to have a side hustle. Like, geez, you, you have this thing in your hand. You have all these websites. You can flip shit. You got eBay. You got all this shit. Like, there's so many things you can do to make a few extra bucks. Even if the average person made $500 more, more a month, it would change their situation. Like, they say, what percentage of Americans are one paycheck away from not being able to pay their rent? Right? right. So that, like, cold, hard reality of what a lot of people are going through right now I mean, if you don't have, if you're going through that reality and you don't have a side hustle, it's like, geez, you know, like I know some people have three jobs, so that that's that counts, but but uh, but yeah, but there's also like a lot of opportunity here that you can you can do, and flipping stuff is a big thing. I, if if I was young, right, if I was in my early twenties right now, I'd be flipping stuff on on online for sure, for sure. It just has to be worth your time, is all. So you know, that's where you got to be. Yeah, I, I think that that's why that's why I like the question was the low number because like if somebody yeah. says you have five thousand dollars, the game is really really easy to be honest. Right, but five hundred is a little tricky, and you also have to factor in like what do you have? So like when they asked me, I was like, well, if I'm gonna stay legal, um, the first <laughs> thing I would do, I gotta specify. I mean, if I'm not, I got ideas. Um, <laughs> but like for me, then I would be like, cool, five hundred dollars in marketing for the training business that's oh, it yeah. goes a long okay. way oh, yeah. and it would crank because i'm already doing it now if it was somebody who isn't it comes down to like well what are your skills things like that yeah um being you know where i am and and knowing the amount of people who are kind of in the same um boat as me which is like it's more expensive to do my own like yard work and things like that than it is to just pay someone to do it that would be what I would do. I would say, I have a truck. I'm going to go to Facebook Marketplace, but rather than sell, I'm looking to buy. I need a weed eater and I need a lawnmower. Okay, can I get that done for 500 bucks? Cool. Now I'm going to go to places that already have a lawn service. I'm going to undercut them and start making money. And then as soon as that builds, you, you, know, you, you, you mosey on down to Home Depot. Yeah. You pick up a couple people that want to work. 
And I mean, literally in oh, no those time, American we, Home Depots. Yeah, yeah, you know the ones. There's only one way to get in this country. <laughs> home Depot. That's walk. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, but seriously, I think that there's so many simple things that you, you want to think about. And it's very simple advice is um, solving people's problems is magical. Yeah. You know, my problem is I have an HOA, which means the grass needs to be mowed and I don't have time, nor do I want to do it. This is my reminder that I have taped to my computer. Say? Solve problems. Next step is uh, solve rich people's problems. It pays better. Um, (laughs) Great. That's great. I like that. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, those things are just factual spots, I think, because I've had a lot of people do that on the Q&A, like, what's a good side hustle? I'm like, my brain would explode if I started listing everything I can think of. You know, it's... I think that most people are paralyzed just by the pure abundance of options they have. Like yeah. it's not that complicated, you know, it's, it's really not. Is there something you enjoy doing? I mean, that would be helpful. And uh, how much you're going to either have time or money. You usually don't have both. So you invest the one of the two things you have to create the other. And then it kind of yeah. goes back and forth for your entire life. We right. saw this kid down the street, Victoria pointed him out to me. He had his bicycle with a little wagon connected to it and a lawnmower on it. The kid's driving James. around his, on his bike. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. Yep. How much money can you make cutting a lawn? And if you could knock out five of those a day even, like as a 12, 13-year-old kid, you could make legit money doing oh, yeah. that, you know? Our lawn and I'm the type of person to, uh, where school. even if I planned on cutting my Oh, even if I planned on cutting my own lawn, even if I was like, yeah, I'm going to cut my lawn this weekend, and some – you know, industrious kid rolled up at 9 a.m. on a Saturday and knocked on my door and I answered my door and he's like, I got my lawnmower. I want to cut your lawn 20 bucks. I'd be like, done deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even if I was totally planning on it, like I had a tank top picked out and everything, I'm ready to go. Right. Yeah. There's new balance all ready to get the yeah, grass stains on. I'm going to look good. I got the new, new balance on. I'm all ready to cut the lawn. Going to blast some hair metal wow. while I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, I would still pay the kid. I'd be like, ah, oh, this is awesome. Like, and there's a lot of people that would do that, you know, yeah. and you get in the right neighborhood. Bam. I just think it's one of those things though, too, that people that doesn't go away. You know what I mean? So that's how I like to look at these businesses. Like I said, the, the kids who do our yard, they, they're, in, they're at the local high school and I'm like, you're literally, your career is set. And if you ever want to expand your business quicker, let me know. You know, we need to buy trucks and, and mowers. I got you covered. Let's go. I'm now in. You now have a partner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, we're all old enough to to maybe have met someone where you're like, if this kid ever wanted an investor, I would, I would want to oh, get yeah. in on this kid. And you meet the odd person like that. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, yeah, pay attention to what this guy's up to. Because like, it's all about the person. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really I is. was watching a a show the other day and I can't remember I can't remember what clip it was but it was like a board meeting and the one the one sales guy was really mad because this this woman that had gotten on you know was getting all this praise who for all these sales she had done and she was going to get a like a, a promotion or something and he's like you can't promote her she's not even a she doesn't even have a college degree and he goes you're complaining because a woman with no experience and no college degree just outsold you. You're fired. <laughs> He's like, you shouldn't have complained. You should want to be like that. You just, yeah. got, you just got outsold 
in, a, in the first year, her first year here, she outsold you and you're now bitching about it, which means you're a problem to me. So see ya. It was like, That's I was like, oh, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's I easier it. now, though, um, for all these things to not kill this topic. But because the average acceptable level of effort is so low <laughs> that if you go do what used to be the minimum, you are exceeding expectations at ridiculous rates. I literally, that's all I hammer home at our house is I'm like, just do things at the highest level and you will smoke everyone. Because everything uh, yes. is so pathetic now. Yes. I I love that quote. I've seen, you know, I've seen all the major podcast guests kind of pitch in on that, that idea, you know, and mm -hmm. Dana White probably has the best quote that was on Instagram where he's like, I just tell kids and Gary V too. He says, I just mm -hmm. tell kids that if you have work ethic right now and you have motivation and you have drive and grind, you are going to destroy everyone else in your generation. Yeah. Like right. just unleash on them. Just take everything, take everything. He's like, it's right there for you. And there's no competition in your generation at all. He's like, just smoke it. And I was like, Oh wow. <laughs> He's got a good point. Very simple. I got a few bodybuilding questions here. Fire bodybuilding. Okay, yeah. Yeah, believe it or not, we uh, just... we had one from Leslie. So she's one of our longtime listeners, and this relates back to when we were talking about um, using force in your concentric portion of the rep, driving it hard, not mm -hmm. not slow concentrics. Which we got we got so much hate from people who apparently don't do that and, and don't get it. Interestingly, um, I, I did a podcast with Scott Stevenson about that topic after we did the show and, and he dug out all the science and everything else. And, and one of the things he said that really made a lot of sense to me, he said, if you're doing something that's going to be like a slow controlled concentric that you're only going to be able to get so many reps. And when you fail, you're not going to be able to just keep pushing because you can't, you can't kind of like half push something as, as many times as you can if you drive with everything you've got. So if you just mm -hmm. drive with everything you've got on every rep with the heaviest weight you can handle, you're going to get more reps. I, I mean, just to put it really simply, I thought that made a whole hell of a lot of sense. But so Leslie's situation is, she said, question for the next show, is it possible to build lean muscle tissue without explosive movements? I ask because due to some injuries, I'm waiting on MRIs um, for each shoulder and I have two MRIs scheduled for my knees later in the month. I've changed my training to using slower eccentrics, slower concentrics, rest pauses, longer holds, one and a half reps at the top bottom of each movement and variations thereof. Although I'm in my mind, fifties, uh, I can't address my injuries. Uh, leave it at that. She has some more stuff going on. Women's physique competitor. She's competed for nine okay. years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, that most of like any of the, I don't want to use the word arguing, but all that stuff, I think it was a lot of it was just semantics. Yeah. Um, like the word explosive, I, I don't want them to think that that means like bouncing stuff and like. And you did like say not, that later. Yeah. Like we yeah. Talked I'm just about, talking yeah. about the, 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 the principle that has always 
been the way it was explained to me and the way that I've read like the studies on training with maximum exertion on the reps and how many more muscle fibers it recruits and all that, that it was the intent to move the bar with speed. Now, of course, you're not throwing weights up because you're training with heavy weights. So it's just, you're trying to accelerate the bar. So you're not bouncing at the bottom. There's not some sudden like like crazy blowout at the bottom, but you're accelerating into the bar. So imagine, you know, and I, I know what you, I know what people mean when they say, oh, they got bad shoulders and stuff. Cause you know, you, maybe you come out of the bottom with a little, a little bit of, of wine. Like, you know, you're not max jerk at the very bottom, but as the weight moves, you accelerate into it as hard as you can. And it's the intent to move the bar with speed. That's what we mean when we, we say explosive concentrics. You know, if you watch Blood and Guts and you watch Dorian pressing on the incline, you hear Leroy, drive, drive, drive. But the bar is not bouncing. It doesn't go like that. Yeah. It goes down and then it goes and then he goes, drive, 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 drive. And it only goes up like that fast. Yeah. But he's moving the bar as fast as he possibly can. He's accelerating into it. He's not letting off halfway up because he knows it's going up. He's trying to get that hard drive. So that's that's what you mean. You generate more tension that way. There's more power in the formula. If you do the math formula, um, I can't right. remember the proper term, but it's you know, w- weight times reps over time, um, you, you get a bigger number you know, because you get more reps with higher weight and all that stuff. So... You know, 300 pounds for 10 reps is 3,000 pounds of volume. And if you move the weight really slow and only get six reps, it's technically less math in the formula and the number's different. And, you know, then you say, well, was it more stress? Because I had, you know, same number of seconds under tension. But I still think it comes down to moving weights. Well, and part of it, too, is like science aside, you're just speaking, too, from your personal experience as you know, what you've figured out and Dusty the same, what you've figured out to be literally 300 pound bodybuilders. Right. Right. I, yeah, you're not telling yeah. anybody like you, they, like if, if somebody still wants to do it slow, I'm sure you're okay with that. Like you're going to sleep. Yeah, I don't really care yeah. what anybody does. <laughs> a, I don't give a shit. And there's as a, a gym million. owner, he actually hopes everyone will go slower, lighter, and please use cable connections on those. He hates when he does when you don't put a connector on the cables. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but there's a million little her. there's a million little caveats, right? Like there's all these different contextual things. There's hundreds of contextual issues that you could change for each person. But that's just base baseline plan. When I think, yeah, when you're when you're looking at anything, um, this is for the direct question from the listener. Anything that's causes direct pain, you should not do. I don't care yep. if it's the right way, the wrong way. And so you have to keep that in mind. So forget about how we're viewing this. Based on what you've said in that, co- that comment slash question, there are things you cannot do that would end up taking you out of the gym. Mm. So what I will say is what you are doing is absolutely the best option for you. The end. Mm-hmm. Like you, you really yeah. got to think about that. It's like, and we joke about this all the time, but I, I hate to see someone say, oh yeah, you know, I see so many guys doing the hack squat and it really hurts my back and I'm doing it anyways. I'm like, <laughs> don't, yeah. you know, so when you have that many injuries, be smart and just say, okay, how can I stimulate this muscle with as little pain as humanly possible in the joints? Cause you're not training your joints, you're yeah. training your muscle. 
and then you're going to yeah. be fine. And that will yield the best result for you. I've given up a lot of exercises <clears throat> because, you know, my goal is to train pain free now. And I've jettisoned a lot of exercises and some of them, you know, I would say probably made a difference in my physique because, you know, also I don't, you know, run the cycles anymore and I'm not eating, you know, I'm not bodybuilding like I was. So, so, you know, not doing bent over rows has probably had a pretty dramatic effect on my back, but I'll tell you what is, um, training pain free has kept me in very good shape because mm, I can yeah. train everything right. and I still have quite a bit of muscle and, and there's other body parts where I dropped out exercises that I expected there to be a visual impact and there was absolutely no visual impact at all. Huh. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, people, people get a little too wound up and a little too invested in their favorite exercises. There's a lot of ways to overload a muscle with basic exercises um, you know, people get so tied to like, like I know people that won't use that leg press. They wait for that leg press, even if it's a half an hour, because they just <clears> like that <throat> one. And they, it's like, just use the other one. Like just train, like you're going to be fine. You know what I mean? So some people get uh -huh. a little bit too married to things and, um, yeah, it's not as complicated as you think. We had one for dusty. Uh, he wanted skip and dusty's opinion, both. We should still, we got to get skip on the show one of these days. Yeah. Skip How about anytime? Just let me he know. Agrees with me for sure. He says, um, I've been reading all of Dante's old stuff on intense muscle, and I'm wondering what everyone thinks about Dante's nutrition advice today, specifically carb cutoffs, not eating carbs and fats together, and eating two grams of protein per pound of body weight year-round, so 400 to 500 per grams of protein per day. Um, these methods seem to work. Has science made them obsolete? I love the way you formed that question. Um so the, the, the first rundown that I think is interesting is science never makes results obsolete. <laughs> the end. It I mean, it sounds funny, but, but usually it's the opposite. Um, with a lot of what Dante's put out, I, I always get a kick out of it because there will be something put out, for example, maybe a year ago, six months ago, uh, I'm reading a study <clears throat> on how much it helps to stretch under load and they were proving that this works and i was like this has been proved for 26 years right where have you been like yeah so it was it was funny um i will say this though that um a lot of what he wrote on nutrition got thrown way out of proportion because people did not understand that the idea was to get as much food down you without getting fat yeah so we weren't measuring food. Okay. It was literally eat as much as you can, eat in this order. So it'd be like you get your protein first, make sure they get that down because maybe you just can't eat anymore, but at least you got your protein. And then down the list, and then another protective measure was the, well, if we're eating carbs and fats in the same meal and they're just going off the chain, the calories might get too high. If they're eating just carbs, the, the volume of the carbohydrates that you're using is going to slow you down from eating too much. You know what I mean? When you're getting into fats, obviously, the volume of food is lower, the calories are higher, but most people, in my experience, lean towards carbs. So you're kind of making sure that they're not also adding 300 calories from quick fats. 
You know what I mean? Right. So that's how I got to that eight to ten thousand calories was fats. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's <laughs> always the magic. And I think it's 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 something you want to use if you're struggling. But I, I think much like Anytime uh, something gets addressed, everyone reads it black and white and doesn't take that step back and go, mm. why is he saying this? Hmm. It's right. not because it, if he was measuring your carbs and fats and telling you how much to eat, then you could put them in the same meal. But you have psychopaths like Scott, me, I'm sure Ron, you were this way. Like, the you know, Dante had to actually get me less fat when we started. And everyone was like, oh, Dante likes to get everyone fat. And I'm like, literally the very first thing he said was like, well, you're too fat, so we got to bring you down. That was the first step in my work with him was that. And then we got those things under control. And I could, I was, I was never had a big appetite, but I was stubborn enough and wanted to grow enough that we still had to kind of cap my food here and there because I would just, I wouldn't do what I was supposed to do. I was like, cool, well, we're going to do 350 grams of rice. And I'm not going to get up from this plate till it's gone. You know, <laughs> so there, there are people who can still screw it up because they're stubborn enough, you know, but um, no, everything he put out there isn't against science. It's really to control the way that we function. Um, he never scientifically said this and this are bad. He was controlling yeah. knowing how bad bodybuilders wanted to get big and how fat they would get. <laughs> a lot of what a lot of what Dante did wasn't. He, he wasn't making scientific claims. He was, he was managing the mentality of, of wacko people. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he understood bunch, like he, he was, he is one of us. Like Dante yeah. was thin, like 135 pounds and over six feet tall. I can't picture. And that. he just <laughs> willed himself into being a monster and found the best way to do it. And that's where things get thrown off. It, it's, it's too bad because, and, and this isn't a shot across the board, but there are a lot less people that I could put on that kind of diet now because most people won't eat enough if I don't make them. I have to write it down now and then adjust it and write down more and more and more. There's just not that many people, uh, and, and I'm not blaming the mentality. I think I, it's more their, their fear of their appearance than it used to be. They're like, ah, I shouldn't eat anymore. I'm getting a little soft. And like, you know, Ron, you know this. When we were kids, it was like, how do I get that scale to say 300 pounds as soon as possible? And then you get there and you're like, you are a fat slob, but you are 300 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Achievement unlocked, at least. Yeah. yeah. My, my first 260 ever, I've said this a million times, I got to 260, I dieted down to 208, and I still wasn't sliced. That's how fat right. I was. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I just that, and, and it's funny though, I look back and I think that that's still the best mentality because it was like, whatever it takes, I just want to get big. And, and whatever it takes wasn't more drugs back then because I was poor. Right. <laughs> so it was quite simple. Uh, what is cheaper? Uh, the 99 cent menu. Perfect. <laughs> I, I remember when I went through a phase where I was eating an entire loaf of bread at school every day with a jar of peanut butter. With peanut butter. Oh, I knew it. I knew the peanut butter was in. That's why Ron doesn't eat sandwiches anymore. I would take a thermos of shake, like protein shake, with yeah. like fruit blended yeah. into it and yogurt and everything. And it was in like a thermos because I had to keep it cold because it had like milk in it. It was right. Stanley's now, everyone. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. the old famous farmer thermos, <laughs> like a big stainless steel farmer thermos full of protein shake. I'd take that, and I'd take a loaf of bread and a jar of peanut butter in my bag. 
and yeah. and I was just trying. I remember, I remember vividly the day I hit two oh five. I remember I called my friend. I was like, I finally hit two oh five, and he's like, Oh man, you've been eating like you've been bringing bread, like a whole loaf of bread to school for weeks, weeks and weeks just to hit two oh five. Like I remember that it was like just it. a mission, like just a mission. Like I didn't give a, I, I didn't give a shit what I had to do. I was like, I'm just going to eat two slices of bread with peanut butter every time I go to my locker and just plow through this thing today, you know? Yeah. It was hilarious. I love it. You know? Definitely no problems with gluten back then. Are we going to explain what a locker is now? Um, <laughs> they not have those anymore? Too dangerous. They might, keep, they, might, they might keep a gun in it. Exactly. What about this one? Um, okay. Here's a question that might not get you demonetized. Thank you. What are the creepiest personal training moves you've seen oh. in the gym? Examples being like dubious spot squatting, making sure that her adductor is firing, suspicious assisted stretches, etc. I'm not a fan of touching. There's too much oh, touching God. going on. Too much touching. How are you going to feel that exercise in her glutes, though, Ron? If my hand's if, not on her exactly, ass, she's not if you're, know. you know, giving her the cue. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big touching fan. Yeah, yeah, no touching. You know what? You know what's funny is it's um. I would love to like back in the day. I can say I saw a little bit of that now. I should say back then, but now, the trainers that I see, not all of them, but most of them, are so disconnected from their clients. I don't even know if they're like in the same. <laughs> you need room. more touching. You need more touching. I was like, I'm gonna need you to do something to prove. Like, there's times where I'm watching and I'm like. I think that's an RDL. Oh, oh no! I don't know what she's doing, and he's collecting a free check. I, you feel guilty. Like I yeah. want to walk over and be like, "Hey, uh, stop paying him, please." Like the injury's <laughs> coming. I mean, at least he can touch your ass and make sure you're doing it right. I don't know. Just a thought. I saw. I saw a video. <laughs> I saw a video someone posted on like that gym fail, and it was like, "Is this trainer too much?" And I don't think it was a setup because it looked like a real video. Um, but a girl was doing lying leg curls and the trainer was staying there with both his hands holding her hamstrings like he was, but they were up high right under her glute and he was pushing her, pushing her hips down into the pad as she was doing leg curls hmm. and his, his hands were like right in, he the was in there, he was in there, right? And I think the <laughs> thumb was even right in the center, like really warm, <laughs> real moist in there, there lots of steam in where his thumb was. And and he's holding holding their hips down against the bench. And 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 this person was like sitting on the leg extension filming it, like they were like covertly filming it. They were like, yeah. What the is this trainer doing? And they're like, that This is, is the I fifth mean, set. He's had her on there, that's like five sets in a row. And it just oh, looked man. like a clueless woman, like yeah. like new to the gym kind of like did not look like a gym person, and and um, you know some you know middle aged housewife that had a trainer, and this guy's like holding her, making sure he stayed right down on the bench. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I just I, I actually see the opposite though, and I'm sure you guys have seen this too. Like, you know, if you ask someone to spot you on squats, you're literally asking them to be right behind you. Sure. Hands up underneath your pecs, basically. Right. You know, and, and, and going. And I remember uh, I asked someone to spot Nikki one time on Smith squats because I was going to film it. I didn't want to up the filming. It's important. <laughs> she got done. And I was like, I'm going to have to tell him next time that you're, there's only one way to properly spot a squat and go ahead. 
He thought you were like, going to kick his butt afterward like, or like, something. He's like, he's like, I see him trying to figure out where to grab the bar. And I'm like, that's 315, kiddo. You can't pull it up. When I spot a girl underneath an armpit, you don't yeah. have to touch their chest. Right. But you're still underneath. <laughs> but see, I could just see. I mean, I think it was just probably the scariest moment in his life. He's like, I'm going to hurt her. I'm going to die. I'm going to touch her boob. I'm going to die. I'm going to die today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where she's going to yeah. lose it. And we're both going to fall. And then he's going to die. You know, one of the oh, three. Yeah. It was funny. I'm thinking, ah, I'd rather you just took your shot and made sure she got the, the set right. Grab <laughs> right, away, right. kid. I want 12 reps. Feel, she gets an extra rep. Everyone's fine. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. a winner. <laughs> oh, classic oh, man. Kind of, okay. I guess I, I've got one that's a little bit related. So uh, this is from Patreon. So it was uh, two questions ago about the Dante question. Um, I generally, uh, I generally want to know what your thoughts are on gym culture. I feel like my gym's culture is, uh, like very few people are friendly, especially with regards to the opposite sex. I don't need the attention. Um, but my default behavior would be to be friendly with everyone. Eye contact and say, Hey, how are you doing? Instead, I pretty much just talk to a handful of people. I feel like being friendly would be frowned upon. I feel like it's not just my gym, but it's maybe a generic plague. I, I think the guy's, um, the root of his question is he wants to be friendlier and he wants to train in a friendlier environment, but he feels like nobody wants to be friendly and he doesn't want to be labeled a creep if he's friendly. Yeah. And I would say, screw that. Agreed. Just be friendly. Be yourself, right? Just be yourself. Be friendly to people and then leave them alone. That's the best way. If you're yeah. friendly with someone and then you keep talking to them constantly, then it's like weird. It's like, you know, they might think that's a little too much, but just be super friendly to everyone and then just leave them alone and just watch what happens. You'll see people start talking back to you. They go, hey, how's it going, guys? Have a good one yep. this morning. You know, just, and then just keep walking. And sometimes people are like, oh, like I just said hi and told me to have a good workout. And, but then it fosters part of the environment then that person knows you're friendly and the next time they see you they might give you the head nod now you know you're head nodding maybe you're going to wind up spotting each other maybe you're going to wind up introducing you to each other people like like the bad gym culture is because people do that mm, i agree bad gym culture is because people who are so afraid to interact with other people just wall themselves off from everyone so that no one's offended and everything's everyone leaves everyone alone and then you just wind up with an unfriendly gym where no one even knows anybody's name. No one knows anyone and no one spots anybody. And it sucks. So just be friendly to everyone and just problem yeah. solved. It'll, it'll, it'll plant seeds. It'll change the environment to the gym. That's what I say. And if someone's not nice back, who cares? I, don't, I, say, I say hi to people all the time that don't say hi back to me. I don't care. That's yeah. fine. I think it's also important uh, if you are one of the – fit people of the gym, I'll say, that you are one of the ones that does that a lot. Because like when we come in, I walk, we walk straight to the stretch room. I put my bag down every day and then I walk to the locker room and I, I must have some form of communication with 15 people between those two locations every day. And when it starts happening enough, then other people will start to communicate as well. I mean, it's definitely something where people realize like you can be serious and be nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do not have any problems. And this isn't like a bodybuilding gym. I train at a big box gym. I do not have any problems with people talking too much to me. 
like as you set the tone it's like hey how mm-hmm. you doing great to see you boom keep walking you know very quick things everyone interacts and i think it does have a better i mean the entire gym experience is better and same like like ron john that uh, that runs the gym um he's always been that way i watch him walk through the gym he knows everyone by name doing fist bumps all around how you doing blah 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 and it's just a better environment Every, and and i do think it it bleeds down you know what i mean and more people do it and it i do not have problems with too many people at all that like talk a lot and it's nice because when you are nice enough and everyone knows you go cool i gotta get to my set and they go oh okay yeah i've also right. never offended anybody by cutting them off and going i gotta get back man but i'll talk to you later and then yeah it's all good yeah. it yeah. just reminded me um one of our listeners longtime listener uh casey reed you guys might know him as lats from professional muscle he <laughs> yes. uh he said it, uh, to the Nasser video that we did, he said that he trained in the same gym as Nasser for a while. Nasser, no he said he, Nasser didn't like a lot of people at the gym. He said, but he did like Casey and he would ask you for a spot. Sometimes even, even in the middle of your set, you would be in the middle of a set and Nasser would be like, Hey, can you spot me? And he wants you to stop your set and go help him out. Rack, rack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to hit a PR today, but Nasser needs a spot right now. <laughs> That sounds like Nasser, like, doesn't it? Listen, gardening gloves. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> uh, you, oh, Nasser would like hate you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he definitely would hate me. You like how that one that one friend of mine sent me the Amazon page for gloves like that? That was amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were like climbing gloves, right? <laughs> I don't they even remember. Yeah, that's right. what they were. I just remember they looked perfect. They were the exact were same gloves. gloves. It, was, it was definitely what he had. That was fantastic. We've had a lot of yeah. good feedback lately too. People are loving the reaction videos. They're like they're they're having fun with those. Yeah, I've been having fun with them too. Just Me getting too. a kick out of everything, you know. You mentioned before get- we were recording, didn't you? You had some other you something about some feedback. You had said something about uh, some listener feedback that you had heard. Listener feedback. No, I'm you remember that? To remember? Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. What? Yeah. I just trying to remember what I what now. I told this you. This is fun. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, you didn't. You had just said something about some listener feedback, and we were, when we we're you know figuring oh, out what shit. we we're gonna do. But oh, okay, I put yeah. I put Ron on the spot, Dusty. Well, he's yeah, old. you put me you on the spot. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> we've and got I'm some good. Uh, s- me either. Some good reactions. I liked your point, Dusty. You had said uh, you're like guys. I don't think that Branch Warren was challenging him to a fight. He was just saying that oh, he was yeah. going to like have some words with him. There were people yeah. in there that were like, Branch thinks he's all tough and he's going to beat people up. Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, did you hear what I heard? I heard just heard he said, we're going to have a conversation. Next time I see you, we're going to have a conversation. Yeah, we're going to have some is words. Give him peace of your yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's funny because you can always tell the age of someone and or their maturity with those comments. Because yeah. I'm telling you like right now, the first thought, I mean, unless we're in a dangerous situation where I'm literally protecting family, <laughs> all I would think is, what would one swing cost me? Yeah. How bad will winning this fight, <laughs> how much will I lose when this ends? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> Let me just give you a, a, a quick view of uh, Branch's ranch and explain to you he does not want to punch anyone. Right. Ever again for the rest of his life. Really being expensive. Way punch. too expensive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How'd yeah. you lose a million dollars? I won a fight. 
Oh, it sounds like you lost. Yeah. You lost me to the guy from Generation <laughs> Iron. That would be the worst, you know? Yeah. yeah that I like when amazing. you get to the point in your life where, you know, someone challenges you to fight, you're like, you want to fight me? I'll just ruin your life with a lawyer. I'll just yeah. destroy you. <laughs> I'll just have someone do it for the next year while I go about my business. I don't even have to worry about you. I'm not fighting you in the street. Are you kidding? I'll just take your house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. paint it green because I know you hate it. And yeah, sell yeah, it yeah, yeah. To your ex-wife. Yeah. Go ahead and punch me. I'll just take your house. <laughs> yeah. And your car. And your wife will be mad. And then she might leave too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't go punching people in the streets, kids. You're living a crazy age now. Okay. Is that for, is that it for the show, boys? I think that's it. Do we get? Do we put in a decent day's work here? I don't I know. I think so. I think so. The, the audience there? should tell us, guys. We need questions for the next show. So comment with questions. Last five minute crew. We could use some questions. Oh, Ron, t-shirts. Oh, t-shirts. Yes, t-shirts are on the way. I I ordered I a sample, so I'm going to see. Because you know, here's the thing, there is nothing like buying a shirt to support something that you believe in. Getting said shirt, and it's made out of the crappiest material, and it doesn't fit right. So I, these out. yeah, I placed an order for a couple different options and I'm going to see nice. how they look. Um, you were saying, so I've got the, the cartoon logo for it's just bodybuilding yes. on the front and you want to do something with like the hashtag last five minute crew on the back. You're saying something like that. Yeah. Something like that might be cool. I don't know where you put it, but yeah, you know, we could yeah. have something like that, but, but yeah, I, I, I bought some shirts off one of those sites i got some like pulp fiction related shirts i got a oh, pulp fiction poster yeah, yeah, yeah. on the front nice and and it was like super awesome it was a big leg day shirt washed it twice half the logo came off you're kidding oh. me actually that yeah. shirt was a gift that shirt was given to me okay. yeah so it was like super cool but after several washes it was like destroyed so you want to run these shirts through the washing yep. machine a few times throw them yep. in the dryer really give them some you know, throw them on give your them dog and let them run through the bush too. you know yeah, I don't, What's I don't like that? crappy material. I don't like crappy materials no. anymore either. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, they got to be the truth. Like, oh, I got this shirt. It's like uh, cotton. I'm like, ah, oh, sounds like wearing a bag. I'm good. No. If you yeah. get the spun cotton, the spun cotton is real yeah, thin the and ones real are really soft. expensive. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. those are good. The, the magic is the price. If the price is low and it's cotton, you don't want those. That. Yeah. Speaking of, I got I got to give a little highlight here because look at this shirt I got today in the mail. This nice. Is Iron Asylum, Asylum Gym, Longview, Texas. Back. Uh, my, I, I, no words. I get a knock on the door this morning. Yeah, and it's the post office guy with this big box. What is that? Obviously, I didn't go to the door. Nikki did. Um, <laughs> she brings this box and she goes, "Oh, it's from Mike at Iron Asylum Gym." I'm like, "Get out!" She opens it up. I don't know, eighteen shirts in there. You're kidding. For all and his shirts are all sick. I yeah, mean, he uses they those have same to be because the the yeah. gym ha the gym is so sick that the shirts have to be. Ron has already been there and done a mutant on a mission, and it's changed 150 times since then, and it's only been 120 <laughs> days. That gym, literally, I, I mean, from talking to people who go there, like they go in and like every week there's something new. That's cool. He, like he's just half the time always changing stuff. Half the time when I talk to Mike, I'm like, "Hey, what's new?" And he's like, "Oh, I just got back from a 37 hour drive. I went up to Jersey to pick up a piece." And I'm like, yeah. "What? You just?" And he's like, "Yeah, I drove nonstop there and back. Didn't even sleep. Like he's just crazy, man. That's you know, awesome. he does all sorts of crazy stuff. Like just he'll go anywhere to get a piece that he's looking for. 
he'll bring it back and, the, and yeah tow a trailer the, up the there. gym is just out of control the shirts are out of control i don't even know if he has a way to buy them online but if if he does trust me you want to because since we started the prep i told nikki i'm like hey it's time and she's like for what and i'm like baggy shirts you gotta disappear <laughs> i i like to like train in the dark you know what i mean and yeah. she was like i'm in so we bought her like i had just yesterday went and bought her like a bunch of large men's t-shirts that are like way too big and then this came in the mail and i'm like hold one of those up we're ready perfect perfect nice. yeah, yeah. You, are, you have disappeared for the next at least 12 weeks and then we'll see what you're working with deep cover so yes mike thank you if you see this these are all sick and i literally to give you an idea of how much i wanted to wear one uh we were leaving to the gym and in 30 minutes i'm like throw this one in the dryer so the wrinkles get out i'm not even washing it <laughs> <laughs> straight you know, to the gym <laughs> you're good in the gym but my favorite use of a baggy t-shirt on a girl is still like running around the house no panties <laughs> i don't have to borrow baggy someone else's shirt or there's no effect if it's mine baggy t-shirt yeah my baggy t-shirt no panties yeah that's that's still my favorite outfit it's a great look so, i tell yeah, victoria a, every day she doesn't listen to me i just it feel could like be a it band would, shirt yeah it could be anything yeah just, yeah you know, we work from home like she could wear that outfit every day i'd be good with that yeah It'd be fine yeah it's fine it's basically a dress <sighs> yeah that's okay. that just that just totally reminded me of uh do you remember the wedding the wedding singer Yes. And he comes in and the girl that left him's in his house in his Van Halen shirt is like, take my Van Halen shirt off before you break up the band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Classics. All right. Sorry. We've well, derailed. But yes. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Mike. Okay. See, it, 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 it had to end on the panties. We needed that. We needed that. That's a good finish. Okay. Of- remember, like, share, subscribe, comment and ring the bell that's right and remember iammutant.com mutant hardcore sponsors of the show go to iammutant.com use dusty 20 or big ron 20 to get your 20 percent off remember iso surge all in and everyone should get on the gear thanks scott thanks dusty much appreciated another week in the books and remember it's just bodybuilding